Hello there. My name is Dr. Darling, is what I call myself. Um, that's what they call me through another social media app. Because I come on and I discuss problems of the world. And problems that I see around me. And problems that I think people should put you know, their opinions on. And you know, discuss. And then kind of view the, um, the answers that I get back on the things that I speak about. And uh, see kind of how they all mesh together. Well, today I've picked the subject, and this is my first time doing a podcast, so I'm not sure if I'm doing this right, but um, I picked the subject today, um, which is drugs, and the use nowadays that is, um, the statistics, how the statistics have raised so much since, you know, the younger days, and how children are doing such, such weird things to get high, and how you can feel like you're at the bottom and you can still get to the top. There's an inspirational story in, in my own that I want to share because um, I'm actually going to be writing a book on it as well. And um, it's an inspirational because I, for one, I have mental illness and I self-medicated myself for 23 years using drugs. And um, I'm now clean 10. And... Um, I, w- I want to say that, you know, I was at the very bottom, okay? You couldn't get much worse than I was, I feel, because I had been 33 days awake. I was ODing, and it took me to look in the mirror and see my life flash before my eyes and then me being thrown into a detox. And it took that for me to realize, what what am I doing, you know? Um, I had gotten, just gotten my home, and, um, you know, that's what I was hoping for all my life, was to live and get a home. You know, I had lived in trailers, and I wanted a home. And finally, when I got my home, I, I looked at myself and said, I'm getting older, you know, and I need to make my life right. And I need to, you know, in order to succeed, I feel that I needed to change things. And... I did. Well, but let's step back a little bit. I woke up one morning and went to get up and fell to the floor. I couldn't walk. I was diagnosed with drop foot and neuropathy, and it caused me to go into a wheelchair. And um, for, I was told by a doctor I would never walk again. And for years, I was in a wheelchair for, I think, five. But... I started saying, you know, I'm going to beat these odds. I'm going to walk one way or another. You know, for the longest, I couldn't feel my foot. And that's why I couldn't, like, walk because it wouldn't give me any kind of strength. But finally, I started taking baby steps. I started walking and I went into a brace in the wheelchair. And then I went on to, now I walk without a brace. But I must say, my foot is in bad shape again. And it hurts beyond words that can explain it but I still push myself and I think that's one of the um, answers we need for the people who use drugs we should push ourselves to get better and push ourselves to know that we are worth more and a lot of people that use drugs do do it for self-medication and I want you guys to know if you have any habit of the such that there is help out there and there's other ways um 
you know, finding a hobby. I know that sounds silly, um, but finding a hobby, finding something that will pass your time other than just sitting and thinking about when your next hit's going to be, it it helps. Um, going to church helps. Um, you know, having the kind of friends that are positive instead of negative, okay? Um, it doesn't help when you date somebody or you're best friends with somebody who's an, a user while you're trying to get clean. It's never going to happen. It will not work um, because every time usually it's going to pull you down. You need to surround yourself with positive people, positive everything basically because it is a hard road to get off drugs. I will tell you that right now. I didn't do it like some believe in one day. I mean, I did quit after 23 years. I've been clean for 10, I say. But yes, I had, I think, three blips in that 10 years that were very small. And so that doesn't make me actually clean for 10 years, but it makes it, you know, relapses. You can't push yourself down for them, but you have to get up and keep going and say, I'm not going to do it again. And from my last relapse, it's been five years, and I will not do it again. And that's that's how I'm going to live my life, knowing I will not do this again, ever, you know. Um, I, I had been as far down as I thought a person could get, and I did not see the top in sight, and I didn't think I would ever find the top to crawl out of where I'd gotten to. And like I said, looking in the mirror and seeing my drawn face and knowing... You know, my body was bruised up. I was 82 pounds. I knew I was beyond help for, you know, what I, what I was capable of doing to myself. I knew was, you know, just not good. And I knew that I needed to get either help or I needed to change my surroundings and my settings. And I did that. Um, I changed a lot of my friends. I got rid of a lot of people. Um... I, you know, I, I, I did go to rehab a couple times, but you have to be in it for yourself. You have to be set-minded that you want to quit and you're doing it for you and you're going to quit. Because if you go to rehab and you really don't have it in your mind that you want to quit or you just, you know, you're like, well, I'm only going to do it one more time, then chances are you're not ready to quit, you know. Um, it's very important that you want to do it you know, for yourself, and you're strong, and you've got to be strong about it, you got to keep your strong values, your strong thoughts, you know, and when you falter, don't kick yourself, don't kick yourself for faltering, but try, when you get into a mode where you want to go out and use, try to pick up the phone and call somebody who understands and says, you know, don't do this, you know, let's go do something, or whatever, don't call a friend that, you know, is going to say, well, come over here and we'll get high, Sorry. Um, <clears throat> but, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't quit. I don't drink anymore. I don't, you know, I don't use drugs. And I feel better than I ever have except for my body pain. And that's from, you know, being disabled. But I do feel better emotionally, better than I ever have. I have my downs and my ups, you know. And my downs, when they hit, are bad. Because, like I said, I do suffer from mental illness. So when I hit rock bottom with depression, yeah, it's not good. And trust me, it's hard not to want to go out and medicate that. But I don't because I know 
that will only put me in a bad spot again. And I know it's not just one of those things that I can say, well, I'll just go do it one time because it's, that's how I first started. You know, was, oh, I'll only do this once. You know, no, it doesn't work like that. Um, you know, I, I want people to know that there is always an up from down. Because you had to, you had to fall from the up to be in the down, so that means you can get that up there, but you've got to work towards it. You've got to keep yourself motivated. You got to keep your top in sight. You know, you got to know that if you climb, you're going to reach the top, but you can't stop climbing. You gotta, you gotta want this for yourself and for you know anybody that's involved in your care plan you know like if you have children you need to think about them think about what they're going through as they're watching you suffer you know I have um, friends that have lost their children and I am a person that has opened my home to people that had had habits and tried to help them and I didn't help um my best friend, matter of fact, um, had lost her children and has now got them back because I moved her in here for long enough to help her get off drugs and help. She did the work too, and we got her life together. And she now is, you know, a, a very good mother of three, and I'm proud of her. She doesn't, you know, dabble in anything, and and that's awesome, you know. Um, I don't think that medicinal marijuana is, you know, a drug, so I don't, like, condemn anybody. Well, I don't condemn anybody, period. But I'm saying, like, I, you know, medicinal marijuana, that's that's something for pain. And matter of fact, they just legalized it where I'm from, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that I'm, you know, possibly not going to try it. Um, I'm not a smoker of that. I mean, I do smoke cigarettes, but I don't smoke marijuana. But when the medicinal gets here, yes, I might give it a try for my pain but um I also want to tell you guys you know that um drugs are not always an answer I know some people think they're the answer when you're having a bad day and I can assure you it's only going to make your day worse later on okay you may feel good for the hour the two hours whatever but you're going to wake up next day with the same problems you had yesterday and they're probably going to be even worse because then not only are you going to be jonesing for some more of the drug you use but you're going to have the same problem on top of it so it's better to face your problem and fight it and figure out a solution sober because you're going to come up with a better solution sober than you will hide um I want to say um that uh you know, drugs can affect many things that people don't even understand about, that they don't, it's not even, you know, thought about when you're doing a meal. And a lot of people will say that's not going to happen to me, you know, or whatever. I was one of those people. And my disability in my leg and my foot now that left me not walking for five years. And now I walk with a really bad limp and my foot hurts constantly. The neuropathy that goes up to my rear end cheek from my toes, it kills me. I mean, um, it's throwing my back out now. Yeah, it's a lot of pain, but um, it's called idiopathic drop foot neuropathy, which means unknown causes, and they said that drugs could have caused it. 
And let me tell you guys, I didn't sit around when I was doing drugs thinking, huh, I wonder if this is going to give me drop foot. No, I didn't think about any of the things that could happen from using, you know. Um, I'd seen some of the things that happened, but I never thought about it, you know. And I, I always heard people say, well, that's never going to be me. And several of those people are gone now. And may they rest in peace, but... um. It's very sad. It, it became a big epidemic. You know, drugs have been just they're taking over the world. And, you know, I think we need to fight to so, stay sober. And I think it would save so much violence. It would save so much, you know, money on, on people who are, you know, living on welfare. I know a lot of those people, from what I understand, you know, use food stamps or whatever it is they... I've heard it's something about they buy drugs or something and give their food stamps away. I mean, who does that? Why? I mean, I'm sure they've got kids if they're on food stamps or, you know, they're not. I mean, they they need them. Obviously, they need to eat. So, you know, why would you do that? And I see so many people fighting because they're high. You know, um, I, I watch a lot of the TV. I mean, I hardly ever leave my home, so... I watched the, uh, it's a first response show, and um, I see so many people ODing, or, you know, even when I am out in public and I see somebody high, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, um, I I can't believe that I probably look like that. You know, I see the people in Walmart, and I laugh, but then again, it's like a laugh with sadness as well, because those people are strung out and don't realize how stupid they look. Um, and, you know, a lot of them have their kids with them, and you can tell these people are spun out of their mind, and, and their kids are right there, you know, and they don't know what's going on, but they know that mommy's not right, or daddy's not right, and that's sad, people. We are bringing up an era today that has watched us, you know, do what we've done, and they're picking up everything that we lay on them. And the kids nowadays that are going to take over the next generation, or are taking over the next generation, scares the hell out of me. And, you know, that's why everything's, like, drugs have become the epidemic. You know, there's, um, there's now, um, an, a syphilis epidemic or whatever I've read about. Um, you know, it's like things are, um, happening because of drugs. You know, it causes a lot of promiscuity in teens and um you know that's that's where they go and they're uh, you know using unprotected sex we have unwanted pregnancies a lot of things stem out of drug use that we don't think about and we don't put on ourselves because we don't think it will happen to us either we think we have control you know we think okay we're only going to use this amount and you know then we're going to be fine you know and we'll get some sleep then or whatever no, people, it's called drugs for a reason. It's called, it's called um, addictive because it is addictive, just like cigarettes, just like alcohol. Well, yeah, alcohol to an alcoholic is addictive. Any time you're spending money is addictive, you know. I mean, it's just a number of things. But um, I just want to say that, you know, we need to come together and help the younger generation realize that drugs are not the way and drugs will you know 
it, it, it will put us in places that we don't want to be, you know. Sorry, guys, I know you can hear me like my lighter. I'm trying to light a cigarette. But, um, I, like I said, I, I go by the, uh, we joke around and call me the Dr. Darling. And that's because we, we have the Dr. Darling show on um, another social media app. And I do what's called Topic of the Day. And um, I try to pick a topic that everybody can put their two cents on. And we can kind of, you know, monitor the answers or what, what people want to say about what I'm talking about. And then I look at them together and, you know, kind of see where people are at about the things. And I would like to know, you know, what the world thinks about you know, um, trying to keep these teens sober, and I know a lot of people, you know, um, use marijuana, like I said, that's one thing, medicinal marijuana is coming out, it's being legalized all over the place, and so I really don't have a say-so on it, I do believe that, um, you shouldn't drive on it still, because it does slow your reactions, and, um, you know, it, it will, it's still kind of like alcohol, I don't think we should, should be able to drive on it because it can cause accidents still because your mind is still impaired but i'm not gonna say you know anything about that but i think harder drugs are important to get rid of um you know the kids that are eating tampons or whatever it is they're doing i'm not even sure now i forgot but they're getting high off tampons i mean come on snorting kool-aid um smoking stuff out of the kitchen you know different herbs to see if you can get high people this is gonna kill our children i personally don't have a child i always wanted one but i couldn't bear any children but people i mean we can't let our teens do this we can't give them a bad role model we can't be a bad role model we have to mentor our children we have to mentor even adults you know and I'm a person who tries to keep open for anybody who wants to talk. You know, I run a group on another social media app for drug-dependent people or whatever, you know, um, drug addictions or whatever. It's kind of a recovery group. But, um, you know, like I said, this is my first time doing a podcast, so I don't know how I'm doing. But um, I'm trying. My, my fan keeps blowing my smoke out. But, um... I'm, I'm trying to bring awareness to some of the things that I feel matter in today's day and age. I, you know, have some really good ideas to talk about, but I don't know exactly if this is what a podcast is about, but I think it should be. Um, I want to bring on a special guest one day. Um, for those of you that like to read books, um, I have a famous author who's actually my mother. Um, she's a New York Times bestseller. And I would like to bring her on as a special guest one day. Um, but as of right now, um, I'm going to stick to my guns about, you know, talking about things that I feel we should be aware of, you know, and want to bring opinions about. And I think the next segment I'm going to make will be about bullying. Um, that's another big issue, you know, that is hitting today's epidemic and today's era. Um, bullying is driving people to commit suicide. I mean, it's that bad. And oh, it just tears me apart. I'm one of those people who, if you offered a million dollars to, or you offered world peace, I would pick the world peace. Um, I would give my shirt off my back to somebody wearing three shirts if they said they were cold. That's the kind of person I am. 
and I just hate to see the world in such a bad place. Uh, the violence, the um, you know, the death rates, uh, the the thieving, you know, just everything like that tears me up because I can remember back when I was young, we would leave our front door unlocked all night, leave the cars unlocked. You can't do that no more. You don't know who's going to walk in your house if your front door is unlocked. You don't know who's going to drive off in your car if you leave it unlocked. And I live in a really good neighborhood, but um, that doesn't stop me from locking my doors at night. Uh, you know, uh, things are happen nowadays no matter where you live, no matter how nice the place, you know, and sometimes the nicer the neighborhood, the more chance you do got of getting hit pretty good, you know. But, um... It's sad. It's sad. It scares the hell out of me for these kids growing up in today's age. Um, I, I wonder what this world has come to. And I think it's going to be in our own selves that destruct our own our own being. I think we're going to be the reason the human race goes extinct someday. Because we have it in our blood to kill off ourselves. And I'm not saying necessarily suicide. I'm not saying necessarily it's going to be us in general that die. I'm just saying it's in our own, you know, blood that, that like, uh, you know, yeah, we'll die of old age, some of us. But but how many people are out there shooting other people because, you know, they didn't get a pair of shoes, right? Or how many people are shooting other people because they, you know, ripped them off $5 or whatever. That still exists. And, um... As much as I hate to say it, it's, it's, you know, it does. And I, I wish that we could change that in the world. But um, we have to come together and we have to form together to help it stop. You know, I mean, we can't laugh about this kind of stuff and be like, oh, you know, that's so stupid. Because really it's not. I mean, if you want the best for your children, if you got children, if you want the best for yourself, if you want... Um, you know, you don't want to die a grisly murder or whatever. We got to form together because um, I think the world should be more about love than hate. You know, um, I think that the world could be a really beautiful place again if we could form more alliance than, you know, disillusioned violence. You know, um, it's, it's just not, it's like nobody's worthy of the world anymore. You know, I mean, we were put on this earth to make it a good place, you know, and um, not destroy it. And our bodies are supposed to be temples. We shouldn't put stuff in them that doesn't belong. You know, um, I think it's important that we just keep remembering why we're here and what our, you know, destination is. Uh, It shouldn't be to get high and not care. It should be about being the best person you can be and trying to succeed. I mean... You know, I did never picture my life being disabled at my age and feeling like I'm in a 90-year-old body, you know. And that sucks. It does. But I still make the best of it. Um, I may be on disability and I may be, you know, I didn't finish high school I, and I hate myself for that. But um, I still know that I'm going to try my best to succeed in every way I can. You know, like I said, I'm going to write a book um, about it's going to be the inspirational about my life because so much has happened to me and so much bad and people just don't know how I keep going. Um, you know, I'm told by many, many people I'm so strong. And the funny thing is I don't feel that strong. But 
you know, um, I think that the book could help a lot of people. Sorry, I got to take a drink real quick, y'all. But I want to say, you know, I don't know exactly what podcasts are for. Um, but I'm hoping that if they are for, you know, people just to talk about things that are important in the world nowadays and kind of like a talk show, you know, and I'll get better as I go. Um, I'm just now learning, of course. So, I mean, I do it a lot on the other apps, but, um, it's a little bit different with this because I don't even know what a podcast is. I know I'm kind of silly. I'm old, so sorry, but, um, uh, sorry. Um, I do just want to say, you know, I think that we all need to try to keep ourselves, you know, in a good place. And um, for those of us that um, have beat drug addiction, be proud of yourself. You know, be proud that you're one of the people that wasn't a statistic and try to help those that um, are struggling. And instead of, you know, hating the user, you need to hate the addiction. You know, um, I can't blame the addict. I blame the addiction. And, um, you know, a lot of parents will kick their children out and stuff. And I got to say this. um, That's when a child needs you the most is when they're struggling with addiction. You need to uh, attempt to help them because if you put them out on the street, all that's going to do is cause another statistic most likely. And um, if you don't try to get them help yourself, you know, they're going to go search for help on their own term and that's probably not going to be the kind of help that we'd want for them so we need to know that it's not the person themselves it's the addiction that drives us and we need to try to fight that addiction and um help the addict instead of you know maiming maiming them um it's, it's something that many people do do and uh i think they don't realize what that causes the addict to do you know if we a lot of people say tough love you know i'll just kick them out and make them go live on the street they'll come back and they'll be fine no they're gonna go out on that street they're gonna do everything they can that's illegal to make a dollar to get their next high because they're hurt because you kicked them out most likely and i'm not saying everybody but i'm saying a lot of them but um i i have a lot of good subjects to talk about um Again, like I said, I will get better each time I come on because I'm not quite sure how I do this or whatever, but I'm going to do some research on how to do a podcast. But I wanted to start here with this and, um, you know, let people know that I want to bring on some more shows about things that matter in the world, you know, and things that I think, you know, some people don't understand, some people question, you know. I, I do topics like, um, do you believe in spirits? I believe in reincarnation, and I discuss, like, that kind of stuff. I discuss, like, the bullying, and, the, you know, um, I write poetry, so sometimes I'll add in a poem about the subject that I'm reading, suicide, um, you know, the mental illness issues. Um, you know, I've got all kinds of good subjects. Um, there's one that I did that was really big on um the other social media app, and that was a, um, do you believe that your police, you know, uh, police, what am I trying to say, police stations, local police enforcement, uh, law enforcement, and the government and stuff like that are, are good people, or do you think they're crooked, you know, um, I did a lot of that, and that really took off pretty good, um, so, 
granted, there's several things I was about to come back and do, um, but I want to see how to do this, so I was just kind of making this first one to just see how you do it. But um, I'm hoping that, you know, somebody will listen and be interested in me getting better and, you know, coming at you guys with more stuff that's important and, you know, we'll start getting listeners and, uh, you know, we could really have a nice station, you know, maybe I could help change some people and touch people's lives and, um, I don't know, um, it would be for entertainment purposes, I would have to say that, but, um, I, uh, also do some psychic readings, but I don't know how that would work, um, you know, so, anyways, I hope to get some listeners, and when I do, or if I do, I will definitely make some more podcasts then, if this is how it's to be done. But thank you so much, and I hope you join me back, and I think I'm just going to call my podcast show Dr. Darling. Um, so, I hope y'all have a very blessed day, and um, I'm going to come back at you in a little while with something different. So... Stay tuned. <laughs>